Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here in southern Idaho. I'm Ken Lewis. I'm the director for FCA here in Idaho. And with me in the studio this morning is uh, Sarah Fletcher. Sarah, it's great to have you on the air with us on the Heart of the Athlete this morning. Thank you. And uh, I know we, we've talked about this over the course of this last month of, hey, it'd be great to, to hear your story and hear about what God's done in your life. And uh, Sarah's a former uh, diver, right? Yeah. From, from uh, University, University of Florida. University of Florida, living here in Idaho. So, well, we're excited to, to visit with you this morning, Sarah. But first, we want to thank our sponsors. And we just appreciate their support of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes um, uh, to have this show on the air. And uh, first of all, Awakenings Coffee House there on the northwest corner of Overland and Five Mile. Appreciate their support. It's a great place to meet and uh, ha- have some coffee. And then uh, Skip Hall and Associates, uh, their wealth management uh, and financial planning uh, uh, firm and business here in Boise, appreciate their support, as well as KBXL 94.1 FM, appreciate them and the Schaefer family just for the vision of having the show on the air and hearing what God's been doing in the lives of coaches and athletes uh, here locally. So, Well, Sarah, hey, you... You, uh, like you said, you were a diver at the University of Florida. That's right. And uh, when, when was that? When were, you, when were you there? I was there from 2000 to 2002 as an athlete. I was a transfer in my junior year. So I went to University of Houston first. Wow. Yeah. And then you got involved in FCA there, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, at, and, uh, and that's Gainesville, right? Right, Gainesville, Florida. I did. I was involved in FCA since middle school, actually. Oh, wow. And did you grow up in in Florida? Or? I grew up in Florida. We did not grow up in the church. Um, so middle school is where I finally met Jesus. Wow. And that was that was in, in Florida. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. And then, so you were involved in FCA in high school as well. Mm-hmm. Middle school, high school, both the University of Houston and the University of Florida. Wow. And then you um, actually interned and then came on staff. Correct. Is that right, too? Mm-hmm. How long was that, and what was that I interned. Like? I interned about, I guess, six months to a year, somewhere in there. And then I joined staff and became the representative for Alachua County and uh, worked over 20-some schools, middle and high schools, working on their huddles and building up their leadership team and help support them. Wow, that's great. So you were, you were an intern while you were still mm-hmm. an athlete. Correct there so you're an FCA intern what kinds of things do you remember doing as an intern what were your responsibilities oh my responsibilities as an intern were actually quite a few personal things they taught us how to um, you know have bible studies and personal devotions and we actually had a an athletic part of it where we had to do a certain amount of running and things like that I remember that Um, (laughs) so staying healthy yes uh, (laughs) Spiritually and physically. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, that's great. You were a diver right. in, in college. How did? What other sports did you do growing up there in Florida? I was actually a gymnast first, and I got injured and had to take a break. And that was about when the Olympics came on. And I remember watching and thinking, "That's my sport. The I diving. need. I want to be a diver." Uh-huh. Yeah. 
And so I said, Mom, I don't know if there's anywhere to do this, but can you figure it out? Because I really want to try that. <laughs> and so she took me, and the rest is history. Wow. So what year? So when was that in your career that you stopped doing gymnastics? And I was twelve, so I was kind of 12. a late, later start to diving. So kind of that sixth, seventh grade. Yeah, time. seventh grade, I think it was. Wow. So when did you start doing gymnastics? How how old were you? I think time? I was three. Wow. So three to eleven. And has there? It seems like I've heard of 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 gymnasts making that that conversion or that. You know, switching over to to like diving is it yeah. is, that, is that a common thing? It's common. Um, diving has its injuries, but generally they're less severe than gymnastics. Uh huh. So well, and there's all the all the twists and flips and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so did that did that excite your dive coach when when you first met and first started diving? Yes, it did. I remember them thinking, okay, let's. Let's keep on this one. <laughs> she might be something someday. <laughs> so you dove in high school. I did. And ever 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 do any swimming or just just diving? I swam for the team when they needed somebody to do a fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I was a fast sprinter, but I couldn't do much more than that. Wow. And and is that pretty competitive in the state of Florida? Uh, diving? diving, yes. Wow. Very competitive. So then you went on to University of Houston. Mm-hmm. I First, went right. You recruited there. I was recruited heavily. Um, I went on a full ride uh-huh. to Houston. Um, things were going great, and then got injured, um, hurt my back, oh, pretty man. severe injury. But nobody could really um, determine what was wrong with me. So that was about five months into school. So my freshman year, Your freshman year, yes. Oh wow! I got injured, and I was injured for a year and a half. Um, just trying to press through and figure out how to make it better and seeing all sorts of doctors and nothing was really working. Right. I, you know, sometimes those those back injuries or neck injuries with disc and nerves and, yeah. you know, the vertebrae, sometimes there's some things in there that doctors can't always pinpoint and yeah. figure out, isn't there, and trainer, athletic trainers. So that, that must have been difficult um, being so far away it and was. being your freshman year. It was um, very difficult. It was very painful. Um, hurt to sit, stand, lay down, everything. Um, I was in the training room two or three times a day, depending on what day it was, trying to get better. It was a challenging time in my life for sure. And Obviously, you were a Christian at the time. You said you were involved in FCA. How did, um, how did being a Christian, being a part of FCA there at the University of Houston, how did that how did that help you get through that tough time? It helped tremendously because um, I had somewhere to turn. Um, I was part of the leadership team with FCA at University of Houston, and the people in that leadership team really pulled me through and helped point me in the right direction. Um, I did have some struggles with some other online ministries, but I just kept going back to the Word uh-huh. and going back to the people that I could trust. Um, I really read a lot of passages from Psalm 119, just reminding me who I was in Christ and that I didn't have to worry about what the world was saying or what my coach was saying or what the trainers were saying, but that I just needed to go right back to the Word of God. Right. Yeah, it's so hard when athletes get injured 
especially if it's not like a broken bone, you know, where there's a cast or, you know, it's outward yeah. and physical. An you easy can see answer. It. Yeah, an easy answer. Mm-hmm. Or they can set the bone and be in a cast and you're in the, in the cast for four to six weeks and then back training. Right. It's, it's, it's hard. And, uh, you know, probably a lot of people guessing and, hey, what's wrong with you? Things like that. And Yeah, I had a lot of tests and exams and needles and <laughs> all sorts of scans. And <laughs> right. How did how did your your coach respond to that? I think it was hard for her because um, I wasn't producing what she expected I was going to produce for the school mm-hmm. um, because I was not capable of that right. due to my injury. So my position on the team became less about what I could produce diving wise and more about what I could do for her. Uh-huh. Um, and so I ended up coaching. The, some of the junior Olympic divers that were at the same pool. Wow. Um, so sometimes it was hard because I, what I wanted to be doing was resting, and mm-hmm. what I was doing was actually standing on the side of the pool coaching. Mm-hmm. So um, there were difficult, difficult days for sure. Wow. I know that's tough in those situations when um, you're uh, in, a, in a high stress high high a pressure cooker of a situation yes and you're you're being there's demands on you you had a full ride mm-hmm. you probably had a lot of expectations on yourself too but then your teammates your coach yeah just a lot you of feel pressure. like you're yeah a lot of pressure you feel like you're definitely um expected to do a certain level of things when you have a ride a full ride scholarship wow well that's i know that there might be some folks out there they're might have had some coaches like that or some mm-hmm. maybe some bosses like that that uh, and there were some things going on that they were beyond your control and it's cool to hear how you were diving back into fellowship with FCA diving into into the book of Psalms one of my favorite passages that really got me through um a lot of dark days was um second corinthians 4 verses 16 through 18 therefore we do not lose heart Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we Mm -hmm. fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. I just kept trying to go back to, this might be a difficult time, but it's not going to be forever. And what's forever is what's inside. And I need to be working on that daily instead of focusing on my sport. Wow. So, Isn't that so true? I mean, the Lord looks at our hearts. Yes. And uh, I bet just diving into Psalms, being a part of FCA there, just Mm -hmm. really, like you said, just really helped you. I mean, how fortunate. Because I know there's a lot of of athletes out there that don't have that kind of support. True. sometimes just flounder you know Mm -hmm. they get injured and you just see this downward spiral and they feel like their self-worth their significance who they are Mm. is is so much defined by what they can do or produce that when they can't it's like the enemy uses that to really hammer on them yeah you have to focus on who you are and not what you can do yeah that reminds me of that uh, new Tim Tebow. Um, I know he's got a new book out, but he had a book out. And, of course, he's a Florida yep. guy, too. We're going to yep. get to Florida in just <laughs> a little bit, University of Florida, with you. With you. But um, I know he, he in his Shaken uh, book, he's got a video series and it, that goes with that book. And it's a great resource. If you folks haven't seen it, you need to go uh, 
take a look at those videos. But he t- he talks about that exact thing yeah. you're talking about, Sarah, about about whose you are. Mm-hmm. And uh, folks, if you're just joining us here on Heart of the Athlete, we're visiting this morning with uh, former University of Florida diver Sarah Fletcher, who's you guys have recently moved here to the Treasure Valley. So welcome we to have. Idaho. Thank you. <laughs> you've got uh, you've got. Uh, you moved here uh, with your husband and your, your kids and your husband's uh, in the military. And we yep. just appreciate everything that uh, that you guys do, your husband does for us, for for me and my family. So thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Uh, so then you, you leave University of Houston to go to University of Florida. So I knew that God was telling me that I needed to move on. Um, but how do you do that with a full ride? How do you do that <laughs> with a coach who's expecting you to get better? Um, and I just had to take a step of faith. I didn't actually know I was going to the University of Florida when I left Houston. Mm-hmm. I just went home and I prayed that God would take care of me and that if I was supposed to go somewhere else, that he would provide that for me. Um, so I ended up um, being contacted by the University of Florida coach, Don- Donnie Crane. Hmm. And he said, I don't have much because the school year is about to start, but I can give you books. <laughs> and I said, I'll take books. I mean, books now are like $300 yeah. a book. I know, so. right? <laughs> so I, I said, I would be so happy to come and, and have you train me. And I dove better at University of Florida than I ever have before. They helped me get back on my feet as far as my back was concerned. And God healed my back. And wow. I, yeah, I went so, on to dive so that was that would have been your junior year then when junior. you came, came mm-hmm. on there at Gainesville. So had were you pretty much healed up at that point? Um, not quite. I I was still nursing it, but um, definitely was on the upswing, doing some lineups and small jumps off the board. But uh-huh. um, took it really slow at first. But wow. then he trained. Yeah, he got me ready to compete. So. And and uh, you guys were well, you guys SEC champs your senior. That's right. Year? All right. So you were part of that diving yeah. team that won the SEC championships. Wow. I am. That's cool. So, did you do both the springboard and the platform? I diving? did. Mm-hmm. Okay. I yes. What's uh, the, that? Well, there's a real high one. I know. On the <laughs> Ten platform. meter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ten meters. So that how many? That's uh, thirty three feet. So wow. it's about three stories. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. I thought that every time I got up there. <laughs> but a little bit of fear actually makes you good up there. <laughs> so. Well, that's neat. So you got involved with FCA there. I at did. At University of Florida. And My like, first week there. Yeah. Wow. And then I know you mentioned earlier how you eventually became an intern, came on staff. What was it that really drew you to be a part of FCA, the Fellowship of Christian Athlete Huddle, there at both Houston and and University of it all started at high school, actually. Um, I was part of the leadership team in high school, and I really felt like during my busy day at school, I always had that once a week lunch or morning Bible study. Sometimes we switched it up um, where I could go, and I knew that I wasn't going to be judged based on what I could perform or anything like that, that it was solely just to dive into the Word and become stronger um, in my faith. And... Uh, that carried with me through college. And um, when I decided to um, pursue the FCA career, um, I was thrilled to be a part of that only because I knew that it could make such a big impact in the lives of students because it had made an impact in mine. Yeah. Um, wow, that's great. And you were over, like you said, 20 schools or so. Man, yeah. That's that's a that's a big, that's a lot of, a lot of folks. Another neat thing that happened at FCA 
University of Florida is a Franklin Graham came to Gainesville and did a, a big the thing. At, yeah. Rally, huh? And my um, my mom and dad, who were not believers, my mom came and she accepted Christ at that. And I was able to give the opening prayer at that um, convention. And so wow. it was it was neat because my mom came to watch me pray. Pray. <laughs> and she ended up accepting Christ. Oh so my gosh. it was a really neat praise experience. God. FCA oh. has a big impact in my life. <laughs> well, that's neat. Yeah. I mean, praise God for the Franklin Graham and Billy Graham as well. That's so. right. Well, um, you mentioned that about coming to Christ as a middle schooler. What mm-hmm. what was it that was significant at that point in time and how, how did that how did that all happen? You coming to, to the Lord in middle school? I think it was um well middle school is such a time of um change in students and trying to figure out who you are and and where you belong and you know where you fit and how how do you fit in there and well who can I fit in with and um I had a youth pastor who reached out to me and said you know I had been going a little bit and he just kept pulling me in saying um you belong in in, in the family of God wow. and so I I felt like a connection uh, to God that way. And then it was, yeah, that's how I came to know him was through a youth pastor really just speaking into my life um, and following up with me and mentoring me and discipling me. Wow. That's amazing. And uh, such an important, like you said, such an important time in, in, in a person's life yeah. when they're, they're searching for that identity and who they are. Um, well, it's neat that FCA was on campus there to, yes, you know, to be able to, and that youth pastor was able to be a part of that FCA huddle and and be able to, you know, have, you know, have that relationship and that friendship with you and how God used that. So, I know that, uh, you know, you've been, you know, since you've got here in Idaho, uh, yes. just recently, mm-hmm. I know you're hoping to ho- hopefully get FCA started at. Uh, at a middle school and a high school near you, and uh, you're excited about that. I would love that. <laughs> yeah. What? Um, why do you feel passionate about that? In terms of, of seeing that happen at, at the at the schools near you. In this culture we live in today, there's so many negative things surrounding, not just adults, but especially youth. And I feel like we're missing out on an opportunity to reach those students in school with something positive. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the more we can put positive thoughts and things for students to focus on that are not negative, um, which FCA does very well, um, it gives you something to strive for. It gives you something to go to school for and be excited about um, and to be able to impact others. Um, I'd love to see the just the whole atmosphere at the junior high and high school levels just be turned around from negativity to positivity. Well, and you mentioned that positivity, and what's more positive than the words of Christ, the the life-giving words of hope and grace and love and reconciliation Mm. and and, and really helping people find their purpose and and why God created them, that they're not just a a blob of, of... tissue or cells and bones that, that they're here for a reason yes and uh, definitely here for a reason wow that's exciting wow well hey, i was just curious do you have do you have any any life verses or i know you shared a few verses earlier that kind of helped you when you were you were yeah. being challenged and 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 when you were injured as an athlete there in college yeah i have another one um that really um spoke to me 
quite a few times, especially when I was dealing with so much struggle and pain. It's Romans 5, verses 3 through 5, and it says, Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, Mm -hmm. character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. And I feel like I was constantly in that moment of suffering for so long, it felt like I couldn't get out. But I knew that, I knew because of God's word, that because of our suffering, if we just stick with him, mm-hmm. perseverance will develop. And then after perseverance, then our character will be built up. Yeah. And then after that, then we'll have hope for the next time we suffer. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was huge in my life at that time and continues to be as I have struggles because they don't go away, but you know that God's got you. Right. So yeah, it's tough. It's, it's tough even when you're a mom. That's and right. Dad. <laughs> it's true. And, uh, you know, it's interesting when you were sharing earlier about just trying to live up to the expectations of your teammates and your mm. coach and a full ride scholarship and those kinds of things. It, it, what another verse that popped in my head about what you were describing was that Colossians 3.23 mm-hmm. and then 3.17 about whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to him. And then 3.23 talks about work as if you're working for the Lord. Right, not, not for, for men. Not for men. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a, it's a hard thing for us to figure out and get it. Because once we figure it, once we think we got it figured out, then all of a sudden something else pops up. And it's like, it's like we need the Lord to help us with yeah. these things, don't we? We do, yes. Well, Sarah, it has been just a, a pleasure to have you on the air this morning, and thanks for taking the time to be here. And uh, uh, just excited about you, you guys moving here to the Treasure Valley and being involved, getting involved with FCA. So thank, thank you for having me. Well, folks, uh, there's a few um, FCA events coming up that we want to tell you about, and one of them is actually tomorrow night at at Bishop Kelly High School from six to eight thirty, and it's a Fields of Faith rally, and uh, it's a it's an opportunity for to hear student testimonies. There's some worship. There's going to be some games. There's going to be some food. And it's just going to be an incredible time there at Bishop Kelly High School tomorrow night, and it's all the FCA, and it's it's a rally for all of Ada County actually, and so it's October seventh. Uh, there at six o'clock, and then in Canyon County, it's going to be at Skyview High School this coming Wednesday um, at seven o'clock. So October tenth. So same thing. Uh, we have student testimonies. So we have some worship uh, opportunity awesome. for kids to, uh, you know, hear the gospel and maybe for the first time. So we're excited and want to invite anybody that wants to come. So. Sounds great. And then also we've got our FCA Bowl Breakfast that's coming up, uh, and that is on December 20th at the the famous Idaho Potato Bowl FCA Breakfast. And we have uh, former Notre Dame Heisman Trophy winner Tim Brown. He played for the Oakland Raiders for 16 years in the Hall of Fame, so he'll be our keynote speaker for that. Well, folks, also, if you're interested in getting more information about what Sarah's been talking about today, about FCA Huddle, whether it's middle school or high school or elementary school or college, uh, you can go to fcaidaho.org. That's fcaidaho.org and get more information about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. Well, Sarah, thanks for being on the air again. We sure appreciate you, and it's such a blessing from the Lord to have you here this morning. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. 
Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.